Introduction Around the turn of the century, the United States of America stood as the lone superpower of the world. It enjoyed a position of power with little to no real competition, and it had the unique position to mold the world according to its image. However, the rest of the world were very aware of this unique position of U.S. primacy. The rest of the world sees U.S. primacy as increasingly problematic in the new age. Its position clash with other states' interests, and many states are increasingly alarmed at the way the U.S. uses its position. In many states, debates have appeared on how American power can be tamed and this book examines different ways states respond to U.S. global primacy. The author argues that even with America's being immensely powerful, there are many tactics smaller states can use to undermine and interfere with U.S. attempts at promoting its interests. Stephen M. Walt's book Taming American Power Central Argument focuses on American primacy in the modern world and how states can respond through different strategies to promote its own interests. The goal of the author is to create an American foreign policy that considers what other friendly and oppositional states do when they try to tame American power. This will in turn, argues Walt, minimize opposition and maximize global support, Walt, 2005, p. 12. Furthermore, the book is also a normative look at U.S. foreign policy, as Walt considers what the U.S. should do with its position of primacy to avoid its problematic foreign policy history of the 20th century. Summary The book is divided into five main chapters that tackles the different aspects of U.S. primacy. In the first chapter, Walt discusses the current policy of the United States primacy, where U.S. leaders molded a new world order of liberalism and global capitalism. The chapter also discusses how the U.S. has used its dominance to enhance its own interests and maintain or increase its position around the world, specifically critiquing President George Bush on his foreign policy ambitions. Furthermore, he discusses why some states resent, fear or are concerned about U.S. primacy in the second chapter. Unprovoked violence, lack of fault recognition of prior actions, violation of principles and harming others without leading to some good were the main reasonings for the resentment states felt towards the U.S. according to Wall. The third chapter explores different strategies states take to oppose U.S. primacy. These strategies varied from hard balancing, by allying with other states against to balance the power in their favor and resist U.S. power, to soft balancing, where states accept U.S. power, but wants to obtain better outcomes in the system. On the other hand, the fourth chapter covers strategies some states use to accommodate U.S. primacy in their favor, seeing it as an opportunity rather than a threat. Here strategies vary from bandwagoning, where a state intends to align with a stronger state to avoid being pressed or punished, to is regional balancing, where states sought help from a stronger power to deal with regional challenges. Lastly, in the fifth chapter Walt gives his advice on how the U.S. should form its foreign policy around leading the world primarily by example, instead of compelling others to do what it wants. Discussion The book provides an interesting look at the United States' disconnect with the rest of the world when it comes to international relations and geopolitics. A country as vast and powerful as the United States has made many geopolitical mistakes the last century and has often been blinded by its own view of the world. The author gives a good explanation of how other states view U.S. power and how they try to manipulate that power in its favor. Furthermore, he also discusses well why many states feel a resentment or view U.S. primacy with suspicion. However, when reading the book, you can very easily tell that it was written over 15 years ago and not recently. The author at many points uses the book to criticize then-sitting President George Bush for his government's foreign policy and mistakes especially in Iraq, North Korea, and Afghanistan. While he brings up many good points, the world is quite a different place today than it was 16 years ago, and in some cases the book feels slightly outdated. However, outdated as it may seem, the points of the book stay quite relevant. 
Rather than critiquing the rest of the world for not supporting the American liberal values of democracy and freedom, Walt rather looks inward at what America does on the international arena. He criticizes the U.S. for hypocritical behavior, since it has a history of overthrowing democratically elected officials and putting in autocratic leaders that support America. Walt argues that the U.S. should rather scale down its colonization ambitions by limiting American involvement in wars and promote regional stabilization. Walt also manages to place its reader in the mind of leaders and citizens in other states to fully understand the foreign policy of other countries, even rivals to the U.S., which is critically important in a foreign policy analyst's role. Nonetheless, the book is very well written and the author shows his understanding of U.S. politics and foreign policy. The suggestion he gives for possible strategies the United States should use in its foreign policy strategy is very informative and interesting, and I did enjoy reading the book even when it felt quite dated at times. Something the author did discuss lightly a couple of times was the rise of China in the East, which is a topic that has become more discussed and pronounced in the last decade, and I wish he would go further into this topic in the book as it will most certainly dominate the IR field discussion for the coming decades. I can recommend reading this book, however only if you keep in mind that some of the information is outdated and the world is quite a different place compared to nearly 20 years ago. However, the policy suggestion and theory discussion are as relevant as ever. The primacy of the United States is less clear today compared to back then, however the general information given in this book is still quite relevant and interesting to further discuss.